0: Oh, yes, it's another edition of Fantasy Trouble with Nico Nathan. Oh, yeah, lots of trouble happening in the NFL right now. We're going to turn you over to a special, special episode four with Nico Nathan.
1: Hey guys, what's up? We're back and uh, it's a special day here at Fantasy Trouble. It's our first fully produced show. We've got special guests. We've got a whole draft to go over with you here today. I'm super excited about it uh right now i want you to say a big shout out to jay dog from arizona i can hear you man thank you nico
0: for having me on it's a pleasure you know i'm excited and stoked for the season to get going um let's let's do it let's give the rundown man i'm excited to be here thanks for having me
1: uh this is great great jason's in uh about three or four of my leagues with me um and uh We have a great time we've done it for what 15 17 years something like that and a great group of guys and that's why we want to share uh what we're doing here on on the fantasy trouble show with you guys and kind of go over some of the um cool things that we're doing in our league and and get some feedback on it so i want to kind of tell you we're gonna not go over what's happened we're gonna kind of get into some of that while we talk today Um, Kind of talk about we just had week one of preseason. Uh, We got to see uh, a lot of things, I think. Uh, Some key takeaways that I saw um, over watching the games. We're only a couple days away, it it seems like, from week two already of preseason. So these guys are uh, fighting for those final eight or nine roster spots to see who's going to stay and who's going to get kicked around to another team or not play in the NFL this year. <clears throat> and then we're going to go uh, just team by team. We're going to give you a full breakdown with Jason here. So there's a, um, I feel I'm going to be biased on this league because uh, we used Quit AI and one of our sponsors to power every single pick that we did in this league. We used Quit AI to adjust the settings for this league um, to make it uh, super competitive. Uh, we've met a lot of, uh, Feedback and a lot of back, you know, people not—they've uh, been talking some bullshit about the league, and so we're going to get into that. Jason's going to tell you a little bit about that too. So, all right, guys, let's get right into it. Um, Stony Stan Fantasy League is the newest league that you're in with me, that I'm in too, because it's the—we've only been around. This is what the second year, right? Third year now. Uh, we're going. Yeah, maybe third. Yeah, I think third year now.
0: You know, I think we, and, started COVID. Um, we were fiending for some sports. We needed football in our lives. And we said, you know, heck with it. Let's just do one early. And that's how it kind of came about. It was spontaneous.
1: And we also wanted to make yeah, sure we always did something kind of crazy in it or a little bit different than what we did in every other league.
0: So that was 2020. This would have been, this will be the fourth season.
1: For fourth still- season. So we've done a lot of cool, different things last year. We changed it by adding two quarterbacks, right?
0: Yeah. And the scoring went bananas
1: and the scoring went bananas. And you know, I'll be honest, I did the algorithm last, you know, three years without the help of AI. It, it, I mean, I'll agree. It, It was flawed, seriously flawed. Um, which is why I really focused on using AI in everything we did with this league, just to kind of go the other direction and prove if it's right or wrong. So this has a, some real unique things. We did a unique tiering of the PPR based on position. So um, you get more PPR points. If you're a tight end, you get less PPR points if you're a wide receiver. So that that's a, That's a kind of a, I think that drove a lot of the picks this year. We're going to get into that too, right? (laughs) Yeah, it definitely drove (laughs) the picks. Yeah, we are. (laughs) He said it did drive some picks. Uh, We got a unique roster uh, structure. Um, So let's talk a little bit about this structure. So in this uh, league, um, we are a 10-team league with 18 people on the roster uh, 11 starters seven people on the bench and two IR and no kicker not the seven two IR so that's nine for people that can't count all right and then uh, we'll get into the individual scoring I think the main things in the scoring is that touchdown passes in this league are only worth four points and um 0.25 on the yards right yeah and then uh that's the major difference two quarterbacks but i think the real key here is in the roster limits so um you can have you have to have two starting quarterbacks but we have a maximum of four that you can have on a team and the same thing goes with the running backs four running backs
0: yeah, on we had whole like that last year too, and that is a challenge. I mean, when That my, makes you
1: have to go – it's a huge challenge. That's making people have to really plan. I, I, I went through my draft for the second year in a row, and I kept trying to pick a running back, and it wouldn't let me, and I was freaking out. Why won't it let me? Because you already had four. <laughs> well, <and> this, <laughs> you know, and, I needed – And this is
0: one of the things that you get a little pushback on too is uh, – yeah challenge. now it's an equal challenge for everybody so it's not like one person feels is screwed over more than the next guy but man is it going to be difficult on bye weeks with an injury it's,
1: you really have to manage your team and that makes it that makes a great point because when we did the league when i started the league in the home page i said you know i wanted to tell you a little bit about what we did different this year So the big change was we've added huge bonuses for passing yard games over 300 and over 400. Totally rewarding those quarterbacks who throw for high yardage because that's what we want to see out of a quarterback. We want to see long touchdowns. So bonuses for 40-plus yard, 50-plus yard touchdowns. Rewarding big plays. Increase the reward for 200-plus yard rushing games. We've increased that from 5 to 10 points for 200-plus-yard rushing games. We adjusted every scoring for the receiver by the position. So tight ends and running backs are a little bit more valuable because of time touching the ball in terms of receiving. We also added long touchdown bonuses for receiving. So you're on the end of a 40-yarder or a 50-yarder receiving touchdowns. You're going to get some bonus points out of that. And then we also made an increased scoring for team wins and losses. So went from 1 and negative 1 to 2 and negative 2. That's not a lot of points, but what it really does, it punishes and rewards individual players based on the sets of your team. If your team didn't win, that doesn't mean you had a great game all the way. So that's kind of a few things that are kind of crazy. puts a lot more focus on, on management.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you were in, in full disclosure on, not just to add a little bit on the running, we're talking a half a point for rushing attempt. So, yes, the tight ends are weighted in this league, but having the only four max running backs on your roster, period, besides if one is in the IR spot, and those are the second most weighted position. So, you that makes it that's another wrinkle
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a wrinkle for sure how many tight ends uh let's go check real quick how many tight ends are we allowed to have
0: four Uh,
1: four tight ends so four of all three of those positions except for wide receivers we're letting you have 12 you know because that makes sense
0: yeah so like you had mentioned, there's the bonuses for the rushing, the long rushes. 40 yard is a two, two point bonus. 50 yard touchdown gets you a five point bonus. 100 yard game is a three point bonus. that's, um, that's fantastic. But uh, rushing yards a quarter of a point per yard. So if I rush for if he rushes for 100 yards, they get 25 points right there. Boom, on 20 attempts, that's another 10 points.
1: <laughs> somebody's getting some points. Hey, that's the one thing you're right, but you're also limited to four guys. And if one breaks, you're screwed. You're picking up a trash guy that you hope is going to get something to make some of those points up into a, a 10 or 20 point guy. Yeah. I think it's going to crush people about week five, so it's six
0: an important position because it's a higher scoring position, but you could really mess you up if you put too much draft stock into it. Is that, a, or do you wait on running backs? And do you wait? No, you don't.
1: I don't think you do. We're going to talk about that because that brings us up to the next thing is that everybody, because of the PPR 1.5 for tight ends, almost everybody in the league, as I anticipated. It's like, ooh, we got to have tight ends, and they picked every single tight end because of ESPN projection showing how high the tight ends would be in this league for points comparative to a wide receiver or a running back, right?
0: Yeah. You know, I think that running back, if you have the opportunity to get one of those safe picks in this one, because you can't really build depth on your bench and running backs in case one of them gets hurt. so it makes it really important to not get left out and, uh, stream a guy that's in a timeshare.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No timeshares, no streaming. You just can't, you don't have a backup. I don't, did anyone even look at handcuffs? No, you can't. (laughs) There's no room for a handcuff. I,
0: I did. I prefer to go on the running, the receivers, even though they're a little, a little less on this. They don't score as much in this, in this one, they're still more valuable than the quarterbacks. And I cannot stand when I get stuck with a a couple of wide receiver threes.
1: Yeah. There's some people that got stuck with some wide receiver threes in this draft. That's for sure. Um, (laughs) We're going to point them out and make fun of them here in a little bit too. So uh, I can't wait for the guys to listen to
0: this. The scoring is absolutely absolutely bananas in this league. And there's a a hundred different ways you could strategize. And everyone, I'm sure, had a different way that they wanted to target. Uh, you were completely opposite. You zigged when we, most people zagged. Uh, there, <laughs> were, there were a few others that waited on tight ends as well. And I get it. Who wants to be at the, the last of the run? And then, then when they start a new run, you're going to be at the last of that one. So you start the next run.
1: Got to start the run. That's right. Well, let's look at those tight ends. So we're going to – let's just start there. We're going to look at every single part of this. But in general, um, since we're discussing tight ends and and so much here, um, we had – this has probably never happened in anyone else's league, but we had an unusually high number of tight ends drafted in the early rounds. Um, Exactly. Before some tight ends got – so. Travis Kelsey went, let's see.
0: So it's not that it's unusually high. It's because reflective of your unusually high scoring for tight ends.
1: (laughs) Right. So let's talk about, so why does everybody think that? They think because they're getting 1.5. There's more PPR versus, huh?
0: you're, You're getting, we're getting more than that. Look at how much we get what? for yards too. Do what? Look at how look at the points on what we get for yardage as well.
1: But so does everybody else.
0: <laughs> there's only a, a handful of elite tight ends.
1: Well, yeah, there's yeah, but that's only going to affect. So what this what this did is, if you have one of the elite tight ends who. Do more. So, what do you consider an elite tight end? Somebody who does consistently nine to 12 touches with six a targets. touchdown or two? Uh,
0: eight, six or eight targets, six catches. That's a Hawkinson, a, a Andrews, of course, Kelsey, probably a Waller yeah. this year.
1: That's right. So, there's three or four of those guys that touch the ball that much that have that much opportunity in the tight end position. And what it actually comes down to, because somebody tried to call me out on some math, I did the math. They, they touched the ball 16.7% of the time. That's the opportunities compared to a running back who has 32% compared to a wide receiver who has almost 54%. So you're talking about a tight end with 16.7% chance to score versus somebody with 55, 3, 4% chance of scoring.
0: Yeah. So I'm talking about 1.5 points per receiving yard. So if And how much in,
1: does a wide receiver if get? If
0: tight end has 60 yards receiving, then they just yep. got 90 points.
1: And how much would a a wide receiver who gets 120 yards get? 60. So is a wide receiver who gets 120 yards as good as a tight end who gets 60?
0: No. But the tight end just scored more.
1: Well, scored more because why? Your scoring format. (laughs) Their school, <laughs> because they, they had the opportunity to touch the ball one of those 16.7% of the time where these guys are going to have that opportunity. These guys who have more opportunity are going to have to perform more. I don't want a wide receiver who only comes out and scores 100 yards or 120 yards. I want a wide receiver that gets me 150.
0: Yeah, so that, that's – How that... many
1: wide receivers do that in a week?
0: uh a handful 10 but there's a there's none of them do it every week except for no nope. guys
1: except for the top guys so if your top guy and and your top guy doesn't so what's going to happen is with everybody drafting and having this opportunity you're picking people everybody pick tight ends first like oh i gotta secure that tight end i gotta get all the tight ends i gotta get the tight ends they yeah. pick tight ends over people that like Number one players and their team suffered for it. Look at their team. Yeah, well, those they are missing
0: those hundred yard games for receivers. Um, the, maybe the good ones will get you eight to 10 of those. So that's a 50 point game. I only had to, to get 50 points with a tight And end. you got
1: three of those guys on your team, right? Maybe four, maybe five of those guys on your team.
0: I just need, like, what, 45, 50 yards with a tight end? To, and, and I've yeah, got like
1: you, and you yards. can have one tight end. You get five of those wide receivers that can score 55% of the time. You get one player on your team that can score 16% of the time, and then you got a couple running backs. So, yeah, you, got, you have to have more wide receivers to pad your score because – five wide receivers are worth about two and two two running backs and a tight end
0: yeah so a lot of different ways to 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 approach and uh, i can't wait to see how it shakes out
1: i can't wait to see how it shakes out well i had some paperwork
0: i do want to want to just say though your your ai has the lowest projected week one points so I'll like to see how that shakes out too. I know we talked about that. This. Will be good. <laughs> but I'm hey, because I can't wait.
1: <laughs> this was supposed to this this tiered PPR just by itself was designed to balance that playing field to not make the tight ends the highest scoring players that that wasn't what it was about. It was about adjusting for opportunity and not overcompensating from it. And it's something that's never been done in any other league you've played in anybody else out there. It's something that isn't taken into account. It's another dimension. That is not taken into account in Fantasy Pros, in ESPN, in your Yahoo, in your CBS Sports line, in your DraftKings. It has; it's never been added. It's an element that's never been added. So I'm excited to see what happens. You know, the key to this is balance. While tight ends may get more points per reception, wide receivers and running backs are going to have those opportunities to score. This is going to try to balance that out. That's that's what I think. So that's what AI thinks. And it's way fucking smarter than almost all of you guys. So, you know, I'm just yeah, saying, but it,
0: but it, but it can't catch a football.
1: <laughs> it can't get ca- neither. Can I, so I guess that's, <laughs> <something>. <laughs> uh, Oh, that's awesome. All right. <clears throat> well, let's get into, I got a couple more things here. Let's see. Uh, let's get into the top picks. Uh, let's look at the first round picks of the Stony Stan, fantasy league draft that we just had um let's look uh any surprises any deviations from typical drafts Uh, we already talked a little bit about that of course we're going to talk about that with the tight ends but um maybe there were some strategies that we didn't see let's pull up uh, i'm going to pull up the draft board
0: well i did notice how scared people were of jonathan taylor and josh jacobs
1: yeah, they they went much lower. Let's look at this draft board.
0: I was wondering. Uh, so round where... one.
1: So the first running back off the board was Eckler. I I I was like, what? Because CMC was there for me too, and and I was I picked fifth. Jason, you picked uh, second, yeah, and you, yeah, you got know, I, you got Hawkinson. I,
0: I think his, with his Eckler pick, you know, I think it was maybe Eckler's not as not been injured as much, and like I said, when you're when you only get four roster spots, you want to make sure it's going to be kind of more safe. I think that maybe that's why he leaned to Eckler.
1: Uh, so um, how about but, no other player? in the entire NFL has scored more touchdowns over the past two seasons than Eckler. That might be enough of a reason.
0: And and was he and he gets what over over seventy catches?
1: Oh. I, I think yeah and, and over seventy catches. He it's ridiculous. I so good pick for a running back. I think the thing that I was saying the first round we had four tight ends and, and I think one of the things was Goddard being the number fourth tight end kind of surprised me.
0: Yeah, well, we really five went. You we had Ingram at the number 10. Oh, that's round two. You know, my bad. You're right.
1: It went Kelsey, and then you picked Hawkinson.
0: Yeah, I see that there. How's, I was surprised. And then we got
1: Andrews. I, was I just really, couldn't believe like,
0: I I don't see how – <laughs> yeah I, I that shocked me really but um i mean
1: well the bigger shock is who he picked in round 2 let's let's talk about that so who are we talking about here to let's make fun of them this is double circle yeah who's double circle that,
0: that's that's varella
1: <laughs> that's varella so his second pick after picking Goddard at tight end was to swing around in the snake drafting, grab Kittle second.
0: Yeah, you think you'd have picked Kittle first.
1: <laughs> there you go, buddy. Got you got Kittle second. So <laughs> I, I think don't while, know. In you know, the,
0: first... be the pick there. Goddard has uh I think the most Goddards has five touchdowns. He usually has in that three to five range. Um Seven, eight hundred yards. Um, usually spends a few weeks um, injured every year. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I was surprised.
1: Well, or the <laughs> fact that nine tight ends went in the first two rounds <laughs> on that, a 10 team that, league. That,
0: that did not surprise me. I figured well, it
1: didn't surprise way. me
0: if if other people didn't do that many of us were going to load up and just run run out three tight ends and (laughs) that'll be our flex and our tight end spot
1: so so obviously that's what people did so um did i break wind that's we got some really horrible team names i think they we've changed them but they haven't showed up yet on on the one that i'm looking did i break wind? was logan and he got first pick and he got travis kelsey And then when hit came around to him, he took Evan Ingram. So he, he followed Varela's, uh, tight ends format there. So they both got tight ends and who else? Oh yeah. Overrated Cowboys. So this is the guy who did all three tight ends. That's Mike. So Mike, Mike took Mark Andrews, which I like. And then Friar which, um, I'm kind of surprised by that one actually. Like, that wouldn't have been my next tight end to take. Um, and then he also said, "He he also said I'm committed. I love this tight end thing. I'm so gonna take advantage of this 1.5 PPR stuff. I don't he I'm so baked into the ESPN algo. And so he took Tyler Higby in the third round too. So he just got three tight ends.
0: Yep, and he did that." and his uh, cargo shirts and his Steelers jersey.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. So total homer pick, like you said. All right. So in that first round, we went Travis Kelsey-Hawkinson. We fit, did our first running back was Eckler, and then uh, Mark Andrews, and then I picked Justin Jefferson because I actually wanted McCaffrey, to be honest, but I've had CMC, and then I was like, I can't not pick Jefferson if he's there he is the number one pick he should have been the number one pick um in my opinion so he's my number one pick i was happy to get him at in the fifth position i thought for sure i wasn't going to get him at fifth position then we got cmc taking it immediately next by the <laughs> guy who had who wanted him um double circle got dallas goddard and then lights camera adams Took a really good – I like this pick, Jamar Chase. Great number. I love where he took him right there. And then Tariq Hill – Chubb and then Tariq Hill. Three running backs. What do you think about Chubb?
0: Love him. They have one of the better lines. Um, They they said they're going to try to let him do a little more passing, getting more of the passing work now. Um, I think with how many
1: rushing yards do you think he had last year?
0: I think that offense is going to be great. Oh, he's one of the top every year in rushing yards.
1: Yeah, but he didn't make a big, they didn't make a big fuss over Chubb last, last year. I mean, yes, he was great. He's consistent all the time. He put fantasy numbers up, but there wasn't like all this hoopla about Chubb and he had 1500 yards. That's, you know, that's awesome. You think he's going to get 1,500 this year?
0: Absolutely.
1: More. 18?
0: I think 15 is realistic, but he'll get more He'll get more receiving yards to go with that. And I think he'll have 2,000 all-purpose.
1: Ooh, 2,000 all-purpose. All right, mark that down. J-Dog, 2,000 all-purpose yards for Nick Chubb. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I think it was a great pick by Trump as king, and he it, it was not a reach.
1: That was not a reach. And then we got, Der- going into the second round, following around the snake, we went Derrick Henry, Waller, Barkley. What do you think about that pick? Barkley. That's,
0: those are all great picks.
1: Those are all easy picks. And Kittle, is- Pitts.
0: Barkley's the best weapon they have there in New York, really. He's going to be involved. It's going to The offense is going to be based around him.
1: I think he's the best pass-catching back. He, he could be better. He could actually catch more passes than cmc or eckler this year yeah maybe not more touchdowns but um we got bajon Fryermuth. we talked about cooper cups gonna be healthy i'm not worried about him. josh allen first quarterback off the board second round you went hawkinson and then you took your first quarterback and a quarterback in a two quarterback league to me that seems like you were locking that down
0: yeah, I I normally I should have probably waited on quarterbacks. They don't score as much, but I knew I wanted one that had a lot of rushing upside. And with Josh, they're, they're also pass heavy. So there's a lot of volume and a lot of passing attempts to go with his rushing yards. And, uh, I mean, you can lock him in at a top three pretty much every year. So, yeah. I knew that if, if if I didn't want to miss out on the quarterback run cuz you, you got to have him. In fact, now that you, if you look at waivers, the only one there is Colton McCoy. And uh, he may not even be the starter. It's probably going to be Clayton Tune. That's right. So,
1: well, good he, pick snooze you lose. It's snooze you lose. And you started it. You knew people once you took one, it it opened up the door to people feel good like, "Oh, okay, I uh, I might think about taking a quarterback. Yep. you kind of forced you that's forced a couple of those picks.
0: Like I mentioned about getting caught at the end of a run, you know, getting the worst player of the of that position group. Well, that's when it's time to zig when everyone zags.
1: You got it. So that took us over to uh, let's see where we were on. Uh, let's see. Uh, went through these first picks. Uh, really, nothing. Uh, Nothing out of the ordinary, except based on the on the points there. Um, let's look at the quarterbacks and just the quarterbacks here for a minute, so we can kind of focus on those. Let me pull this up by team. So let's talk about the quarterback duos um, in particular. So, Jason, who's your quarterback duo? You ended up with Josh Allen, you said, and who else?
0: And Justin Fields.
1: Justin Fields, and did you did you grab a backup or two?
0: I did. I, I do have two. I I, uh, I have also Desmond Ritter. I like that. And I also have the uh, Sam Howell.
1: Oh, Sam Howell from the uh, Washington team that is being asked to change their name back to the Redskins, by the way. That's, that's, that uh, team you mean? They
0: mentioned they might just start over and uh, rebrand entirely, but I don't know that they- They're
1: absolutely, so there's a rule in the NFL that you cannot rebrand for five years after you've done a rebrand unless- Yes, there's a rule. There's only one way to get by it. There's only one way to get by it is if you have new ownership and I believe they just a month ago had somebody else take over ownership Harris or somebody and so now we're pressuring Harris to you know stop the nonsense so we'll see what happens here
0: right so anyway yes that team and I, I, Sam like, Howell. I like I <laughs> think uh I I think he's gonna be on people's radar real quick
1: Okay. Ooh, radar real quick. All right. So, who had the best quarterback squad? Who got the best two quarterbacks?
0: Man, you know, I, it's hard to beat my two.
1: <laughs> well, of course. I mean, you had the second pick. It's hard. So, I really like, um, I tell you who I don't like. Let me tell you who I don't like Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, Minnesota Detroit. Overrated cowboy. That's Mike's team again. Well, those are your, those are grandpa guys. With your scoring,
0: that, they're just they're not going to score yeah. points. They're statues in the pocket. There's there's no rush, not much rushing upside there. And the only way the quarterbacks in your s- format are going to do well is if they rush. That's right. So I don't yeah. like those two and, either. I'm with you. They're going to get like they're going to have twelve and fifteen point weeks. Like yes, uh, commonly.
1: Seventeen will be their high score. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. But you know what, seventeen. Far. You know what, seven fifty. <laughs> you know what, seventeen is better than seventeen is better than Logan's Tua or Jordan Love, <laughs> because you, Tua I don't think makes it through the year for obvious reasons. Um, that gang sign throwing man. He's just, uh, I don't think he's going to make it. I think he's fragile. I think he's, and I think I want to see him out there with one of those big helmets that they're wearing in practice. I like, like he's special. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, um, wanna and see- Jordan love?
0: See him rocking those Mario feet. Those big red shoes.
1: If I see those Mario feet on anybody, I'm going to slap them. I'm going to jail.
0: And make him as a cleat like you know the like Sonic running down the field
1: like, like you pay money for that like i don't know i can't i i saw some rapper with it the other day and i i was laughing at him like oh my god all that money you waste jordan love um i have no love for jordan love um i think he's uh i think he's a deer caught in the headlight right now like he's <laughs> they're expecting him to you got, you know, come out. We got you. You've got all these people you could throw to, and they're trying to build them a team. And I don't see it. What do you think about Jordan Love?
0: I don't know much about Jordan Love except for the different sides that you hear. Um, I haven't. There's not been a ton coming out of camp about him, except for some coach speak. So I don't know if the kid can play or not. I'm excited. No, he found
1: see- the end zone the other night. So he found the end zone in the game that you know, but that that's a team effort and I think if you're playing in the NFL, you should be able to complete a pass to a wide receiver in in the end zone at some point, you know well, especially uh, at any you know,
0: preseason out. game especially especially you know, if, in preseason. you should you should shine against people that are just trying to make the roster.
1: That's that's exactly right. I was trying to. Che- I was looking at all these other teams and trying to find something where I just like both of them. You know, I do like Jalen Hurts and I like Anthony Richardson, but Anthony Richardson's unproven. There's no way to tell anything about how he's going to do, especially in the Colts' management style. Um, you look at uh, Trevor Lawrence and Geno Smith. Now, I read something very cool about Trevor Lawrence today. Trevor Lawrence feels himself like he is going to have his best year ever. This is year three for him, I believe. He's coming out doing a brand new diet that he's been on for like the past nine months. Um, he has a whole new attitude uh, in his training style, he said. Um, sometimes that kind of information is the thing that maybe just lights a fire under their ass this year i don't know
0: draft him if he's eating avocado ice cream now
1: (laughs) he's gonna he's gonna eat in big cones of that and then geno smith also like he's like he's great when he 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 keeps surprising he surprised me so much last year but i still don't think i just don't like him in seattle i don't i think there's gonna be major regression from uh the p- people that they depend on for points, I don't think are going to be as prolific as they've been in previous years. Yeah. I at all a
0: people. A lot of people think that that's going to Gino is going to be Gino. Uh, but uh, I, I think he's going to be just as good. I don't see him falling back at all. He's got an right, well, offense and the confidence to know. And, and it, it added a weapon. Um I know Noah offense, a, a great tight end as well. They just, DK Metcalf, stud, Tyler Lockett gets it done every year. The weapons he had, those two, those running backs he has are ridiculous. Um, they have a great defense, put him in a good field position. I like everything about Geno. I didn't with the Jets, but I, I think that was, an, that was because that just shows you how dysfunctional the organization was. And uh, makes shines a light on maybe Pete Carroll's better than we thought. <laughs>
1: Maybe he is better than we thought. Um, we thought it was rust. the running backs. <laughs> <laughs> when you take a when you take a look at these uh, running backs, uh, um, what you see uh, what were were, were, were certain workhorses? Like you said earlier, we were talking about Justin. People were kind of scared of Justin Taylor. Um, were there well, any committee backs that you saw? Did anyone end up grabbing some of those committees?
0: Well, I, I mean, you know, the the guy who got Chubb in the first round, Trump is king. That's Jeff. Oh boy, hard dog. He turned around and had Jacobs, and Jacobs led the league in rushing last year. He was top three running backs. So there's a nice running back duo.
1: Yeah, he also has Pollard. He took Pollard on the way back. So his first four picks got Chubb, Jacobs, and Pollard. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah pollard um you know he was that guy that we were always like just think if zeke wasn't there just think they should That's give right. it, they should give it to tony more they should give it to tony and now they're going to give it to tony uh I hope are they going to hire zeke back I hope, he, I hope he can not get injured and i don't feel i'm not confident that can happen and after breaking his <laughs> leg is he going to be back to 100 is a uh, you know, it's not, an, it's not an ACL. It's a It was a bone. Maybe that's different.
1: That's but. true. That's true. What about Brees Hall then? We're talking about, you're talking here about injury, you know, prone. We got Jonathan Taylor faking an injury or whatever just to, you know, not be on some list or figure out what they're doing. But Brees Hall, I mean, this guy, you know, cut short by a torn ACL. He was the next quarterback. He was the next running back taken after uh uh Ishian and Jones.
0: He went a little earlier than I thought he would.
1: Uh, <laughs> and then John Jonathan Taylor was next. Yeah. I was surprised there. I just I just uh I would have taken personally the next two running backs that went were Najee and Mixon.
0: You know, sometimes those, uh, those guys that come back from the ACL, they come back, but they're not quite the same until the following year. You are going to rebuild that strength on up. So I, I wasn't in on Brees. I liked the guy. He was awesome last year, but I couldn't, I can't take the risk that early. So
1: I always like, I always like, like looking at some,
0: like what what'd I would say. I'll take risk later. Like I, when I went with Javante Williams. You know, in a Sean Payton offense, with not a lot of competition for touches, if he's right and he's back from his injury, um, I I think that's tremendous value there. He could be a he could be a league winner.
1: Yeah, you got him uh, in a couple round seven. Yeah, you got him in round seven. That was a good pick. We'll check that out too. Um, You know what round. One of the names that popped up that I thought um, was surprised where it popped up, or maybe it was right, was Gibbs. Uh Uh-huh. Gibbs got taken in round six coming back through, and his other running back was Brees Hall. So this is the guy that took three tight ends, Brees Hall, and then came back with Gibbs. I don't know much about Gibbs. Um, well,
0: I, I, did, I got see. I took Montgomery um, because I feel like it's the same coaches. They have an awesome, an off, offensive line is fantastic, and um, David Montgomery, I feel like, is going to take that Jamal Williams role, and he'll get, you know, they where all those red zone uh, rushes. And J- Jameer Gibbs will be their little gadget third-down receiving back. Um, I don't. I don't think they paid David Montgomery to not use him.
1: No, I don't think so either. And, and this this isn't Alabama either. Okay, so and
0: also Jared Goff's not going to steal a lot of rushing touchdowns like a lot of those other mobile quarterbacks will. So well, I, I that, like Gibbs, but I am happy taking David Montgomery several rounds later.
1: Yeah. You got him in round nine. Yeah, so we'll take the value um, there.
0: There was other guys yeah. available at that point too. That was uh, I remember there was Madison was available. Cam Akers was available. Um, there was a few guys that, um, are start that are, that are, that are still starters, but I was more comfortable with David Montgomery, even though he's more likely to share touches with Gibbs
1: right yeah i would have switched those you know like i said i would never have taken gibbs in that round i would have th- that would have been much farther i would have taken montgomery i thought over gibbs just personally too
0: And montgomery um so he's a better version of jamal williams
1: oh oh yeah yeah i can jamal never lived up to what i thought he was going to you know his but, first year
0: he can get that, uh, was he have, like 20-something uh, goal line rushes or something ridiculous? I forget what the number was. It was insane. Then Montgomery can get half of that. I, I, I'll i take that in the ninth round.
1: That's a good pick. We're going to look at those steals and reaches here in a little bit. Um, Want to go over real quick, and let's shift our direction to those wide receivers that we picked. Um, which of these teams has a good mix of – which I think is the winning mix is, you know, having a star stud receivers, but also having that white in your wide receiver three or your flex spot, those high ceiling, high potential players. You know, when I look at the, um, like my team, I've got Jefferson and Diggs and Olave. Um, and I'm also sitting on Godwin.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. So, I am also, I also really like I am the kicker. They've got Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, and AJ Brown. And,
1: yeah, that's strong too.
0: And then they also have Debo. <laughs> that a, is
1: another strong one.
0: Great uh, top three lineup. Um,
1: I, now, I like Amon Ra I like Amon Ra I think he's, I mean, I think he's the best player on Detroit. Absolutely. I, th- I think uh, – I, I don't think he would have been my first pick. Like, you picked him up. Let's go look at this.
0: Oh, he, I got va- great value on him. And the other guys that were available along with him, that was, that was the pick.
1: So so here's who else was available. So I want to know what everyone else thinks. So um, Amon Ross, who he picked, but he could have picked Waddle. He could have picked olave could have picked higgins higgins if you're yep. going by stats I, and you
0: know if i was if i was to pick a uh, not allen raw and one of those you just mentioned i would have went with waddle
1: okay well I, I judy which i wouldn't have picked uh and then you got metcalf so if you're a Geno believer maybe metcalf but five different over Amon Ra, I don't know. I, I, I would have taken Waddle or Higgins over Amon Ra probably. But but I didn't have to. I was able to pick up Olave and pair him as a stack. I actually double stacked. I stacked both my quarterbacks, one with a tight end, one with a wide receiver this year. So
0: Well, Higgins, Waddle, they're all um, the number two target in their offense. I went with Amon Ra being the number one target.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense, man. I can't wait to see what happens there with the uh, wide receivers, um, especially since they're getting the least points, and I feel like probably in this league they weren't given as much attention because of all the um, criteria on trying to get those tight ends and some running backs, but then also not forgetting to get your quarterbacks. Um, And I think think we also saw – I always want to bring this up is who was the guy that took the first – First defense, round thirteen. Uh, San Francisco. Who was that? Hop I on this that's, Johnson.
0: That's, that's Trevor.
1: Yeah, and then that made and then that made Jeff hurry up and get the Cowboys because he didn't want to lose them to somebody else. So so he picked them in that same round, and then that started some other guys. <laughs> That's third, some other guys who got the Miami Dolphins, and I was like, ah, shit, I love my team already, so I'll take the Bills. Okay, that's all right. They made me – I didn't want to have to pick between the Ravens and the Colts. So I would
0: have liked to have streamed if there was a bigger bench. There are only seven bench spots with 11 starters. Um, So I went with the team that has the by far the easiest schedule, and they tend to have a a good defense – Cam uh, Jordan, Mark, Mark uh, Lattimore. They got some. They got some good guys. It's the Saints.
1: I like them. I like them. So let's talk about these teams. You got some. You've got some summaries. I've got some summaries. Uh, who's going to win this year? What's it? I've gotten. I've looked at fantasy pros. I've looked at. Uh, we've put everything into quit AI's AI and had it run and tell us everything. Um, and, and we're getting some feet, you know, I've got some things that match up exactly with what it says in some of them and other ones. Now I want to see what you think you've done. You've got some research there too. Uh, who did good in this, who did bad? Who's got, who needs help
0: in this draft,
1: in this draft, Stoney Stan fantasy league. I'll start you yeah. out. So I'll tell you who I thought had a better draft than me because that's about as good as I can say. This guy, I think, had a better draft than me. And that's the uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's Drake, right?
0: Yeah, that's Drake.
1: So Drake's team, he's got Christian McCaffrey, PPR King. He's got T. Higgins. He's got DJ Moore, who I think is going to be great this year. He's got a team that really seems poised for success. Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, like you said, providing decent depth at quarterback in this two-quarterback league. I think he had a great draft. I like his team. And if we go by what the league settings and everything set, I've got him ranked number one in my settings. And if we go to what's the ranking in Fantasy Pros, we've got him ranked number seven. Do you see, like, I'm ranking him number one. He's ranked on Fantasy Pros number seven, and I think in our league, what's he ranked?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure, but I I, I like his team. I I think there are teams that I, I, I personally feel are a little stronger.
1: All right, who do you like? Which one?
0: Well, I definitely like the ones with the tight ends. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the ones with the tight ends. So, so you're talking about,
0: well, I, who got I, Kelsey. So I like, of course I like Logan's team, but he got Kelsey. I mean, and, and Ingram and, um, the other, I like, uh, Mike's team with Mark Andrews, Pat Firemuth, and Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby could get to be the second in targets on that Rams offense. They got to throw somebody. Um, uh, Uh, this with the scoring format like i said i want to roll tight ends so i like those teams um i and you know the more i look at these the more i'm starting to like my team i wasn't too sure coming out of the draft
1: (laughs) well i I, love my team too mine's the best i mean I, i understand that i know how you feel i get that you know so i have you looking at this i've I've got you ranked seventh, actually. I've got I gave you props for Josh Allen as a top tier quarterback. I love your David Montgomery, um, the Javante Williams, solid solid picks. I love that there. Um, But just on points, I got you down at seven. Um, I think you lack a clear wide receiver one. I know you got Amon Ra. That's your he's a wide receiver one for Detroit. I I
0: I think you're overlooking calvin ridley i think that he will absolutely be a top 10 which makes him a wide receiver one
1: and who's his quarterback again
0: Trevor lawrence the one you were just talking about goldilocks all right
1: goldilocks it is well so beyond hawkinson who else you got who else is your other tight end
0: cole Komet, which i stacked with justin fields he came alive at the end of last year, and they were connecting. And he's a big body target. Uh, absolutely all, he's all a, with him this year.
1: I think he's going to be more of a blocker this year. Did you know that?
0: <laughs> I, I know <laughs> that you think that now because you just <laughs> let me know.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the. Um, you mentioned them there, uh, Jeff. Uh, Joe Burrow. He's got Joe Burrow. He's got Nick Chubb. Huge, great standouts. Um, he's got. He needs some help at wide receiver, I think, too. And maybe he's got Waller as his tight end. I think.
0: I would agree. He's super weak at wide receiver. Now he's I think, super weak. Pickens is a stud, but I just don't.
1: You know, I like Ayuk. Like that's that's his best. I like him better than Keenan Allen and Pickens.
0: I don't see, but I don't see his quarterback. I don't see Kenny Pickett throwing for three hundred yards a game. Um, nope. So I just don't know with with Fryermuth and with Deontay Johnson if George Pickens can really be consistently where I where I'd like to have my wide receiver three. I just think. Yeah, like if you, other teams have guys like Devontae Smith as their wide receiver three. I I like that.
1: All right, and who else do we need to make fun of before we move on to – let's well, see here.
0: Who got, we got, out, who got left out on the tight ends?
1: Who got left out? Yeah, who has some tight end problems?
0: Okay, lights – Kamara Adams
1: he's got Juwan Johnson
0: he and Tyler Conklin as his and Trey McBride
1: and Trey yeah that's right
0: now because of your scoring he has Trey McBride in his flex instead of DK Metcalf or James Cook
1: This is, do you know how pissed people are going to be if they're wrong and if I'm they, right?
0: They do if, that if gets like two targets, zero catches.
1: <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm going to listen. It's worth being wrong. It doesn't matter what I say, that it's so great that if I'm wrong, yeah, of course, huh, he was going to be wrong about this too, you know. But if I'm right about this, it's going <laughs> to. Oh, it's going to be so great. It's going to be great every single week. We want people to come back and tune in here because every single week you're going to have some crybaby on here crying about their team. I know uh, a couple weeks we're going to have Jeff. Jeff's going to be out here in OKC. We're going to get him on the show. Jason J-Dog's going to be back on here when Jeff is here too. So, um, yeah, stick around, guys. We're not even into the real football season yet. And you're going to get it here about our arguments. You're going to get it here about uh, what makes this uh, a great league. And then we're also, we've got what, three other, four other leagues we're all in as well. So, or a lot of us are in. So, you'll get to hear more about that as we go forward with some of these. Um, one thing else we wanted to cover today is some of those draft. Did you notice anybody? No one really took a zero RB approach or anything special. Um, no one really tried to do get tricky there. I don't think did you, you didn't see, notice anything like that?
0: No, if anything, they went more of a robust running back because of the weighty, weighted scoring on running backs over receivers. They wanted to put the emphasis there and get those studs out of the way. And they, and it's deep. it's also deeper at receiver. And since more people kicked that can down the road, waiting on receivers that made better value later for those guys so probably not a bad way to go that way also
1: looking back. now we I wanted, to, I wanted to look at some of these reaches because this is fantasy trouble and I don't really like promoting the good stuff you do like steals but let's talk about these reaches so the team that I show with the least reaches and we'll start with them is Drake's team um and it's going to cause I'm going to look past tight ends because in my, in what I'm looking at, all these tight ends are reaches. Every single one looks like a reach to a, against ADP. So we can't go by that. But we can go look at the other players. Oh, that guy's a, oh, guess what? That guy's a tight end too. So <laughs> looks like all the tight ends. Let's see who we got early. Justin Herbert was a reach. For me at quarterback. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So in this scoring format, he might've been.
1: That might've been.
0: He he'll run a little bit uh, when he needs to, but he's not gonna run. I
1: might agree with that,
0: but with his, but but by that, with his new offensive coordinator, I think they're going to be, he's going to, apparently they're going to be opening up. He's going to be taking a lot of shots down the field. And adding Quentin Johnston to the mix, the weapons he has, if I they're like, going to open it up, and uh, I uh, like Quentin. I think in a different scoring format, Justin Herbert's up on my board. In this one, well, he's down because I needed more a guy that's more mobile. I,
1: I like your mobile plan. I like how, you're right about that. That's probably I should have picked something more mobile, but I grabbed him. Um, Justin Fields, they called the a reach there, as well. And I see, I see what you were doing in your draft strategy. Um, it's
0: going to be a long time before it got back to me as well.
1: The next quarterback that got taken was Anthony Richardson, so someone probably would have taken Fields unless that was a homer pick. So, I don't know. Um, Jordan Love went a little earlier, but like I said, that's somebody just picking up a quarterback.
0: Yep. I mean, he, he only had one and he said, well, shoo! <laughs> I better get one or it's going to be too late.
1: I better get one. James Cook went in round six. That that's a,
0: was interesting to me because I wanted to kind of reach for him and he overreached.
1: Overreach quite a bit, like two, three rounds probably on that one. Um, Who else? Sky Moore. Sky Moore is a ninth round. Oof!
0: Yeah, you know, and sometimes uh, you, you think that oof now, but out of all the the guys that rotate in and out, he's been the one who's run exclusively one hundred percent of his routes with the ones.
1: You I like think- him over Mike Evans?
0: So I'm a Kadarius Tony guy. Um, I'm trying to break up with him, and <laughs> Justin Ross is my new uh, my new thing, um, but. I, skymore i see him taking over that juju role all
1: right all right well it could be i don't know I thought that was a reach the computer called it a reach too um who else did we have a little reach on uh and I definitely agree. picking up the definitely picking up the Cowboys' defense was a reach but we knew he was going to do that he likes those cowgirls like that and um well they do that's have- about it
0: they do have potentially the defensive player of the year with Micah Parsons.
1: They do. I I just don't want to give him any props. I mean, (laughs) I just don't want to say anything that'll get him thinking his team's good or anything. Make sure that doesn't happen. Hey, we're wrapping things up here. Um, I'm getting ready. I want to, if there's any other, I want to let Jason talk for a minute about any other uh, takeaways from this draft um specifically Jason what are you what did you learn out of this draft that you might apply to another draft because that's what listeners are going to take away from this this the last thing is if they listen to the last part of this podcast what can they take away to help them in their next draft coming up
0: oh, I I would just have to say maybe don't try to draft with emotion take the value um, and it's all about the value Uh, if guys drop maybe you like another guy better because he plays on a team you like don't get them because they're on a team you like and it's going to be more fun you want to win go for the value and get the guy that's going to get your points and that you don't have to spend a high draft pick on him
1: if you could redraft today, would you redraft this league right away?
0: The, oh, I would. My team would look different.
1: It would look different if you redraft same position, same everything. You would totally draft differently right now. I, I
0: would take my the first pick would be the same. Yep. I would have I would have waited a little bit longer on quarterbacks and tried to get maybe wh- another uh, maybe a little stronger running back.
1: All right, all right, yeah, because you could have had stronger, lots of stronger. You you could have got Jacobs easily instead yeah. of taking Josh Allen. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, yeah. Actually, I, I'm, and I, you know, Ramondre is one of my man crushes too. I would have loved to have maybe reached for Ramondre Stevenson.
1: I actually grabbed him because he was your man crush.
0: <laughs> okay, well played.
1: It's called trade bait. <laughs> Every everybody everybody after round six was trade bait for me. I picked uh, only people other people would want. <laughs> that's not true. Or is it? I don't know. You'll have to find out. I've got four more drafts. All right. Let me see what else I got here. I think that's wrapping it up. We wanna make sure we give a quick shout out because I didn't get to do this earlier to quit AI, you know, in the digital age data is crucial that's where Quid ai shines you get to think of them kind of as your behind the scenes genius diving deep into your data to reveal those game-changing insights just like they do here for us at fantasy trouble so if you're a small medium-sized business or even a large enterprise Quid ai can help you with ai-powered insights and how to integrate it into your business thank you Quid ai for backing fantasy trouble with nico nathan Want to thank J Dog for being here from Arizona. We didn't talk much about other football teams. Uh, how do you feel about Arizona this year? Garbage. Garbage. That's a, that's a homer. That's a homer talking about the garbage.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's tough. I'm a Colts and a Cardinals fan. I've got my AFC and NFC team, and um, you know, until until we move on from Kyler Murray, I'm not much of a Cardinals fan at the moment
1: i agree i agree he's like is he still like what's he doing there i just i don't know they're they've got such a great facility they've got no, a great place to we play were
0: ranked, we were ranked last in the league for facilities why <laughs> they had this whole thing that came out ranking all the teams and why which was the best team to play for the worst team to play for and we were toward the bottom with our facilities in there
1: what's wrong with those new facilities out in Glendale that I mean they're only what 15 years old
0: yeah, I couldn't tell you maybe you have to read the report
1: you got the cool okay smart ass you got the cool uh grass that folds out and comes back in it's it's that's, it's that's one of the, stadium. the newer stadiums. That's, that's, that's not
0: where they practice and they work out and all that stuff
1: All right, all right. Well, I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but it it sucks, just like you said. So we're not expecting big things from Kyla Murray or from anyone else on that. Hey, guys, Episode 4 is the penultimate episode right before we get to the fabled Episode 5. Most podcasts don't make it past the fifth episode. And I'll be honest with you, Episode 4 came much later than I had originally planned when I did episode one, two, and three. So if you're catching this episode, it's a very good sign. So keep listening. Send us uh, some uh, emails. You can send those to Nico at quidai.com. Make sure we get uh, your feedback on the show list. Know what you think about the tiered um, PPR for tight ends being so high. Two quarterback league, 10 teams but all these crazy uh, caps on your roster so you can't just have uh, great people everywhere you have to manage your team and that's the big difference i hope all of our guy freds listening out there in uh, in our league get a chance to listen to this and uh, the those are the guys i absolutely expect to comment and make sure they uh share this podcast so we can get it out there because Um, If you ever want to have a chance to defend some of the things I'm going to say about you this year, you have to do it on the podcast. That's the only way it's, it's really going to matter. So, or else everybody's going to know how much you suck and how much we make fun of you throughout the year. And we also want to get some listener help too for, um, we need a Sacco award. Uh, all these guys are real wussies and, and won't, won't, come up with a sack. Oh yeah, I'll do it. You know, but no one wants to lose as, as someone who's been in last place a few times. Um, I think it's, I think it's time to have a SACO award. Um, especially when, um, people keep the trophies that they're supposed to pass on to other winners. And I think they should, you know, definitely get be in line for a SACO award, um, from last year just if they didn't pass on the trophy it should be automatic or something we got we need your help to figure out what we can do for the losers in our leagues this year but it's not going to be either of these two people right here j-dog nico nathan probably the top two winners this year in all four of our leagues i'm going to call it right here top two most likely that's it i mean all right j-dog anything you want to add
0: no, man. I just appreciate you reaching out, man. It was great chatting about this draft. I wish we had more time. Uh, I see a lot. There's a, you know, we could really dive into each team and maybe where they could have, where they messed up and where, what we liked But But uh, we're limited on time, my man.
1: All right. Well, Hey, remind everybody to keep listening because we're going to be bringing out our fifth episode here real soon so subscribe leave your reviews and make sure you share on social media when you see us pop up on our social media with your friends fantasy trouble with nico nathan have a great night guys we're out of here jay this has been Fantasy
0: Trouble with Nico Nathan and special guest Jay